You're now tuned into the hottest podcast in the world, the Stay Woke Podcast, right here on the SonicBreakdown.com. Man, it's time to wake up. Welcome back to another Stay Woke Podcast. This is D. Ray Brinson, and you know the Stay Woke Podcast is presented by the SonicBreakdown.com. Head over there now and check out our reviews, as well as for those that listen to the Stay Woke Podcast, you should definitely check out another show that we have on our network, which is Could You Be More Specific with Jonathan Steele. And that comes on every Tuesday and Thursday. So definitely check that out. But today is going to be a special episode. This is going to be another part of our series uh, for the new music or of the Kanye uh, album tour, <laughs> in essence. He's releasing five albums. And uh, we, as we stated, uh, me and Trav have been doing all of these reviews. So welcome to the podcast again, man. And I appreciate you joining again for the this episode. And, uh, Indeed, man. Happy to be in the building. And uh, as we stated, you we already released the Pusha T Daytona album, the Kanye uh, solo album, and uh, the Kid Cudi Kanye collaboration, Kissy Ghost album. And so today is going to be the fourth of the installment, and it's Nas. As you both, as everybody knows, uh, me and Trap both are big Nas fans. We've been for a long time. Yeah. It's been about six years since Nas's last album, so. It's highly anticipated, highly uh, requested, and just l- let's get a little bit into what you were thinking in in anticipation of this album. Oh, I was I was waiting for a long time, man. Um, I was hoping that, it, that this album got done last year, the year before last, especially with the whole California momentum with the Nas done track on this album. So, the anticipation of this album for the release, I was Friday. I was one of those guys. I was just waiting, kept checking out. To see when the album coming out, man. Um, I'm de- I was definitely waiting a very long time for this, man. I was very excited as soon as I saw the uh, the tweet that Kanye sent out. It was being dropped on the 15th, and then I, I, I chimed in into the live stream of the listening party in Queensbridge. Like I was really paying attention, and I heard I heard most some a couple of songs. I ain't did all of it, so I was just waiting for it to drop the next day, man. And, you know, so a lot of people don't like it, but I, I, I really much enjoyed that. Similar to you, I was I was high anticipation of the album. I didn't listen to the listening party. I, I wanted to. I just was really busy with other work things and ventures. And really, uh, to be honest with you guys, trying to get out, re- edit the podcast that was being released on Friday. So I just didn't I didn't have the time and I didn't want to. You know, you sent me a link. Uh, some other people sent me some links to to listen to it because it was taking so long to get on Apple yeah, Music. Yeah. That, yeah. I, but I, I didn't. Crazy. Yeah, I didn't want to listen to it. I, I waited for the Apple release because I wanted to. Like I said, I wanted to listen to it in the form that they intended for me to hear it. Because sometimes when you have it in other links and things like that, the the sound quality isn't quite exactly how. In this case, the producer Kanye or the artist Nas wanted it to be heard right, right, in. Right with everything mixed and mastered perfectly. So that's kind of what I waited for. And I waited and I waited and I waited and I waited. And finally, I think it was Friday towards evening is when I heard it. Uh, I got tired of checking. So I just, I was busy doing something else. And then when I got a free time, I was like, oh, let me double check. And it was up. So I checked it out and I do enjoy it a lot as well. I want to talk about the title, the title and the cover, similar to what we did with the Kid Cudi, Kissy Ghost. The title to me Nasir is his name and it just it right. to me it just gave it that it was going to be a very personal album that was going to be more introspective 
And we'll get into right. a little bit later of, you know, if it actually panned out to be that way. But what did you take when you first found out about the title of it being Nasir? I was like, that's a cool title. It's his name. So, yeah, I was thinking maybe he was going to get more in depth. I mean, but, you know, the, the elements that was on his album is on the elements of all his previous albums. It's just that it just get more, um, it evolves more. It just talks about things in a little, and he evolves it. So I figured if he made a Nasir, then he's probably going to return back to the, what, you know, Everybody liked about Nas and his previous albums. I get deep and stuff. I, I figured that's why he named it Nas. Yeah. And what did you think about the the album uh, the album cover of the, the uh, of cool. Little Boys um, holding guns and you know one particular one boy facing the opposite way? I thought the guns. I thought the guns with the children and and the, and the toys and robots. This, this shows what kind of society is right now. Uh, that kids growing up in this violence. As kids want to play. Black boys are getting harassed by police, hands up against the wall, they're getting shot. So it's, it's a lot of things in that picture. And we can, we can, <laughs> that can be a whole other conversation with that picture. So it explains a lot. Yeah. But I like I like the cover. I, I definitely I, like the cover. I do too. For me, the way that I kind of saw it is, I, I saw it in that same manner as well that you just brought up, but I also saw it as in that the way that, as you said, the way that society is, we have made it, so that we value guns over lives as a result of all these mass shootings, all these tragedies that are revolving around guns. And, you know, it seems like it's at least every month now that there's a, a gun shooting, a mass gun shooting or or something where they found, you know, kids going to schools with guns or, you know, recovering guns at, from schools, things of that nature. So it makes us feel that the fact that we haven't done anything legislatively to help alleviate that gives me indication because with everything else, we regulate strictly. Take, for exa example, the cannabis industry. The cannabis industry is regu highly regu regulated, and there has never been a recorded death of cannabis, but yet guns are steadily killing people on a daily basis, and we haven't changed any of the laws. We haven't changed any of the laws since, since any of these shootings in the last year. In the last couple of years, oh, you know what I'm saying? Man, so that idea of that we value these guns more than we're valuing uh, these boys' lives, and especially when you add just children and then people, black people are usually lower on that total pole, and then black men, um, especially black young boys, as we've seen with the increasing videos of police brutality, as we, as we mentioned. So those are the kind of things that, that brought up to me uh, or were brought up uh, when I saw that imagery. And like you said, we can spend uh, a whole nother podcast specifically just on uh, all, all the meanings and, and things behind it. I also want to take this time to preface about uh, our breakdown of the album. This album is still relatively new. Uh, so it's, there's going to be a lot of different meanings and a lot of different contexts and nuances that we're not going to be able to pick up in the short time that we've listened to it, specifically with the lyrics. The production's a little bit easier to break down uh, somewhat, but there is still a lot of layers in the production that you're not going to be able to pick up and hear to its full extent until you get several listens in. So please excuse that and don't think that we don't that we didn't want to break down the lyrics that way. But hey, due to time and we want to get this out for you guys to hear it and and. To verbalize with you. Well, always want to get that with Nas. There's a breakdown that's going to take that set that for a while. Yeah, people are teaching classes on on Nas lyrics, so we're not going to be able to break down all of it in you know an episode. But what I was let's let's go right into you know the very first track. What did you think of 
of of that of the intro of that introduction. Man, that was dope, man. It was like it, it, it was like you, it was like the recoming of of like kid man, the, the beat the production and then as soon as he comes on, black Kimmick guards, like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he's just like Oh, oh, and I should and I should mention the name of that uh, the name of that song is not for not for radio and not it features Pub Daddy. The album is seven tracks long, as all of these albums are, and I think it run the runtime is about twenty six minutes. Right, yeah, it's about twenty six minutes. From, yeah, about twenty six minutes. Right. So maybe a couple more seconds. Yeah, that that intro track, the intro track that not for radio reminded me, especially when you have the Pub Daddy was Hate Me Now. The, yeah, it did. The feel of, I was going to say that too. Yeah, the feel of the the production had that cinematic feel, like you in a movie. Like, oh, yo, this is about to be the dope, <laughs> one of the dopest movies you've seen, just by that feeling that it presented. As a uh, as Little Wayne said, it feels colossus. It feels, you know, what I'm saying it has that, it has that kind of feeling, the way that it begins, and especially as well as when Nas says Escobar season. You already it it, it adds to that element, yeah. It it adds to that element of "Hate Me Now" and all the previous Nas tracks that you know we all consider almost hands down consider classics. What did you think about the just how the amount of information that he was he was dropping initially, and that's that was heavy a heavy dose of uh, lyrics in that initial track. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like when you when you get when I said about the title Nasir, as soon as he comes on, he's still all black Kemet gods and, and Egypt and like yo, this is Nas. That's that's this is what Nasir does. You know, you go back and and, and you know, a lot of people are giving praise to other MCs and stuff about being more grown up and dropping the dollars on their pre- previous, you know, their re- most recent and previous albums they they dropped. But this guy's been doing this shit for for 20 years. People just tend to forget, like all this grown up stuff that people swear that the other MCs are just doing now, and they give him praise to. This guy's been doing this, so as soon as he comes on from the rip, he's giving you knowledge from the rip. <laughs> as soon as he comes on, you hear from him in six years, give you a dope beat, got puffed in the background, and he's dropping jewels on you from the, from the door. So yeah, that's not that's, that's what Nasir does. You know what I mean? Definitely. Uh... Not not only is he dropping jewels and dropping gems, but he's also giving confidence and it's inspirational the way that that it, way that he's presenting it. It's not it's not just like yeah, this is a whole bunch of facts, a whole bunch of knowledge. It's, but but it's it's helping no, build. No, no, no. It's, it's helping build you as a person and as a feeling that you can achieve your goals, whatever they might right. be. And that's what that's what he always done. He always mm-hmm. done that. You exactly. Know I mean? he's, he's not been like a preacher, you know what I'm saying? But he definitely gives you that confidence. What let you know you got to remember who you are. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? With your ancestors, your lineage, what's in your DNA, you know what I'm saying? And just to be mindful of who you are. And keep and be woke and just be mindful of who you are. You come just you're more than, than slave history or you're more than just, just being from the from the hood or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like you come from great from greatness. So you just like you just to remind us that, you know what I mean? On every almost every project he had, that you know Definitely. this was ill when the way he started it off. Now, I did want to ask you about, of course, the internet has does what the internet does, and they've fact-checked some of the information that he was dropping in that Not For Radio. While I'm on that, I want to just touch on the title itself, Not For Radio. And to me, that the, the title is indicating, I'm going to give you the information that 
they don't want to teach you. They don't want to give you that. They're hiding from you right. in essence that because they don't want you to have this confidence. They don't want to have you to be this prideful. They don't want to know what you truly are capable of. And as uh, as Puff Daddy says, they're scared. He keeps on saying that's why they're scared. That's why they're scared. They're scared of the greatness yeah. that we that we have that we're that's in us, that's within us, and that if we realize the greatness within us, that that somehow that's going to take away their power. And that is something that that is a uh, is that's a fact. Man. That that is that is something that's real because I, I believe that's a result of why so many people voted for Donald Trump. Uh, is a result of they were scared of the power dynamics shifting. And he was promising that he would keep the power dynamics in the way that they are, make America great again, make America great again. In essence, to me, again, this is my opinions, these are my thoughts, that it's saying keep white America great again, keep white America to have the power that they've always had. Yeah, they just didn't want to be born. He just didn't want to come and warm up there. Everybody exactly. gets the drift when he says that. You know what I mean? And so, so I to mean, me, he's saying, Nas is saying that, you know, that's, and Pub Daddy are saying, you know, that's what they're scared of. They're scared that if we realize the greatness that we have within us, we will attain the power that we deserve. And not, but what I want to flip and say is, if by us attaining power, that doesn't mean that it's going to cause you harm. That's the overall cause of it, because there's really enough for everybody out here. If you think about it, like if every if we split all the resources in the world evenly, everybody would be living very nicely. Not, you know, sailing in yachts and everywhere, but you would be able to sustain your family. Them, them to be able to do like that mentality of of having enough for everybody. But if you have those scarcity tactics, it allows the power structure to stay the way they are. And so that's what I can't kind of think that he's talking to. But what I wanted to ask you specifically is. They did a lot of fact checking, like um, that a black man started Fox News, Fox News, things of that nature, and that that is not correct. What do you think was the the impetus for him saying that if it's not facts or not the truth? I'm not sure about that. I mean, um, I never heard that before. Um, he also said Willie Lynch was a myth. <laughs> that that one, I don't, I don't, that doesn't sound like that might be true because uh, you know we that's been around for for, for a long time. Um, I'm not sure about that. Um, I didn't do any background checks myself. Yeah. On that. Like I like we haven't we haven't we haven't like like we just said a, a minute ago we haven't had enough time to actually sit down and break down everything. We'll start doing research and everything. But no, I don't. I don't. I, you know, I don't. I don't know about the, uh, the history of boxing boys, whether a black person found the company or not. And uh, this whole thing about Willie Lynch being a myth. I'm not sure about that because I'm, I actually went on ancestry.com. My last name is Lynch, by the mm-hmm. way. And one of my ancestors tracked back to his family. So, oh, okay. you know. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So, my, you know. my thinking on that was that he's he's kind of parroting and and, and showing what, what Donald Trump did. is Donald Trump does and people that represent him do is spit out fake facts, fake news. Yeah. I think that's what he was trying to do is saying, you know, if he can get away with it, I think he it's like a parody or him saying, you know, well, yeah, he does I, I, it, I he does it, and y'all don't say nothing about his, so don't come at me about this. You know what I'm saying? Like, until until he's the president, until you fact check him, who's that's who we should be fact checking. That should That's who we should cure is factual, not a rapper. <laughs> like, 
You know what I'm saying? And he, that's how I took it is. If you don't fact check him, don't fact check me about it. Because it's... Yeah, they got to they, they gotta do facts. They got to go facts check because facts check that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, everything that he says, go facts check. So that's you know? that's kind of how I took it. I was going to say, when I met by the Willie Lynch thing, it's like when I did the Ancestry.com, I had a great grandmother that passed at 103 years old back in the early 90s. And when I went beyond her name and went back, it showed that the slave masters of the, of the Willie Lynch family had some of my ancestors as slaves. Mm. I, I wanted to get that correct because I didn't want people thinking that, that, I, that I'm related to. No, I mean, that, that's how my family got their last name from, you know what I mean? Gotcha. From, from that. So I just, I just wanted to clear that up real quick. I'm not related to him, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. My, my ancestors <laughs> was definitely yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. no, no that's under, that's understandable. You want to clear that up though. I declare that real quick. Let's move on to the track number two. Cop shot the kid. Okay, that was that was ill. Yeah, first, go, that's the first song I heard. Yeah, uh, what did you think? What did you? What was your initial impression of it? And what do you think about it now? Thought that was dope. I thought that he used the party songs, the hip hop songs. It's the you know, you know what I mean by boom bap hip hop song. Mm-hmm. Um, he used Slick Rick sample, you know what I mean, a party. It's a, it's, it sounds like a summer banger, but at the same token, he's talking about cops in America and, and the shootings and all the bullshit that goes on. But he put the, he put the medicine in with a party beat. That's going to be a summer banger. And this, is, and this shit has been ringing off on the radio up here ever since that shit dropped. I mean, ringing off. That shit is on like every five minutes now up here. It's a summer banger. Great song. I was like, oh, shit. And then Kanye yelling in the background, I like that part. Yeah. That makes it even more dope. I ain't going front. That, that screaming in the background mm-hmm. by Kanye, yeah. makes it doper. <laughs> then he got the Slick Rick samples. And he's going in talking about the cops and talking about how things go down. It's an ill song, man. I, I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, uh, same thing for me. Uh, the first thing that got me was uh, the Richard Pryor uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the Richard Pryor skit in the beginning. That took me back to uh, KOD uh, from J. Cole because he also had a Richard Pryor skit prior to a song as well. I think it was Kevin Hart or after Kevin Hart. So it kind of took me to that. But then the Slick Rick slant sample and the way that they had it, the Richard Pryor segment bleed into the Slick Rick sample of him talking about the story about a cop and him saying, ah, and going in right into the Slick Rick sample. I thought it was is very uh very great. It was it just it was a good point uh, or a good uh, introduction or transition into this the production. And then the the other idea that I came up with, as you said, it has that very joyous kind of, but it has somewhat of a somber tone on, on the very lower or like very deep into the layers of the production, the melody, but. Uh, over the overall feel is like you said very joyous very upbeat kind of feeling because of the, the way it's layered it reminded me of how the same thing with slick rick is a lot of people know that song a lot of people like the song and they can recite it but the way people sing it talk about it and express it doesn't reflect what the actual meaning of the song is you know what i'm saying like when people right. talk about it it's they talk about it in a joyous happy like gleeful manner but when you break down what he's saying in the song, just like if you break down what Nas is saying in the song, he's talking about people getting killed, police brutality. Yeah. Not not just people, yeah. kids. Again, going back to the cover art, kids getting killed by by uh, police and the systematic oppression that 
is involved in that and the pipe to the prison system, all of that is tied into that. But that's not the feeling that you get when you're listening to it sonically. I just thought it was interesting. And, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm glad, and it worked, and it worked out to the, it worked out on both of the, for, for both of those artists. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? For for it to have like a radio hit, um, but also has like you know the concert story inside of it. Like the great came out where it was, you know, from the beginning. That's what that gets major shine, part of hip hop classic books. You know what I mean? Of songs, and it had a message inside the song. You know what I mean? Now I did the same thing with the song. We, you know, he sampled it with this. He's, he's talking about something real, a real subject matter. But he made it in a way that it's gonna be catchy for the radio. So you're gonna get the message because it's gonna be on the radio. You, you see, yeah, dude, how he played that move. That was dope. You know what I'm saying? I, I felt like exactly like he, you know, both, both of those songs. You know, you have to you have to listen to the words and the, um, and the message behind the song. Definitely, definitely. You know, subconsciously, uh, with the slick Rick record, a lot of people don't really catch it. Exactly, like, but, you know, yeah. The cop shot the kid. This the kid scream like, but yeah. that's but that's but that's the part of the production where people really like bob their head. The kid, you know, cop shot the, and then it's like, but do you realize what you? And it's it's crazy. It's kind of like it's kind of like a representation of society. Society we run, we go through the world as everything's. On a normal day to day basis, like things are cool, but when we break it, really, really think about it, like we have, you know, the immigration situation where kids are getting separated from their parents yeah. and being locked in cages, police brutality against yeah, black, you know, black and brown people, Korea situation, like shit is really, there's a lot of shit going on, but we kind of move through the world as if everything's okay. Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying? And that's I how we kind of about- vibe with the beat is everything's okay because we, we're feeling good, but. There's real shit going on it that we need okay. to pay attention to. Yeah, we need. There's real shit going on we need to pay attention to. Exactly, and I try to I try to do, but you know, everybody get caught up in day to day life and just trying to like you know stay afloat. But like, yo, it's crazy out here, man. It's, it's this world is fucking sick, man. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's sickening. You know what I mean? I wish I could take my son and my wife and we just get up and just move to another planet for a little while. You know what I'm saying? I'm <laughs> sick like that. I'd be thinking that for real, like a lot. You know what I mean? You know, but it's, yeah, it's every time you, every day some shit goes down. It's killings. It's, yeah. It's people getting separated from their families. It's, you know, it's just fucking nuts, man. There's yeah. sick shit going on, man. Well, yeah. And, and like I said, it's, that stuff's going on, but what we see people talking about in, mostly in the news media and things of that nature is, People are more worried about where LeBron's gonna go as a free agent than they are about yeah, yeah, you know <laughs> these you know what I'm saying like so it's like it's but again I, I'm not I don't saying give a fuck about that literally like I really <laughs> don't I'm not one of those guys that care about that shit oh I used to in the nineties I definitely I mean I, and I'm and I'm, and I'm there's nothing wrong with it but I'm just saying like it's 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 the idea of that we again about having that balance of understanding yeah there's time to have fun but we also need to also take the time to like try to fix the real shits going on. And pay a, equal attention to that as we do the the fun stuff. Yeah, be so, conscious of what's going on, yeah. man. You know what I'm saying? Like, so being conscious and being aware and being woke, man. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to, especially since everybody running around with this. You know, it, it, it became it became a trend now mm-hmm. as of recently with this with this conscious thing, which is cool. I mean, I've been doing as long this, as it works know, for the better. Doing this for years. Yeah, as long as it works for yeah, the better. I, for, I still need to turn that on approval of in a way. That, I, that, I, that I'm cool with, you know. What I'm saying everybody trying to, everybody being woke and 
just getting on the, on the conscious wave. Great. That's the best wave I've seen happen, a trend I've seen happen. Yeah, That's I mean, great. I'm hoping but, that it continues like the, this kind of health. Because think about it for, you know, when, when we were younger, you know, fast food was the thing. Like, and, and, you know, people are gradually getting away from that because of these health trends and everything that's going on is people becoming more aware of how food yeah. affects them. I'm hoping that that same kind of uh, trajectory or, or maybe even a yeah, faster one happens what... with the wokeness and, and people being more conscious and, and uh, adding, you know, more layers to humanity, being more humane towards each other. Yeah, I hope we get back to that too, man. And now is always necessary for that. You know what I mean? You know you're going to get that from now. Whenever he drops anything, especially an album, you know what I mean? It might not be every single that he drops, but he's going to give you some kind of body of work that's going to be in that. Yeah. And he's been consistent with that for 20, over 25 years yeah. of doing that. Definitely. You know what I mean? And he inspired like new cats and new generations to come through. Guys like Kendrick and Cole, you know what I mean? And whoever else new coming up as of, like, one of the newest guys or whatever, like Joey Badass. All these all these guys that like, they, they dropped these and, and they get that they, it came from that. And before Nas it was Rock Him mm-hmm. and the KRS one. So it's like, you know, we this is necessary in, in music. Like he shouted out Roxanne. So yeah, he you built off you built off the people before you. Just a sure. quick to end on this one is um the last verse was uh kind of really striking and kinda really epitomize what we're seeing in society and the images we see. Um, I'm just going to quickly read uh, that last verse. Talking big shit, ready to die. I know every story got two sides. Claiming he paranoid by the black guy. Cops want to make it home by nighttime. Just a good kid, he wasn't that guy. Had a little hit, he wasn't that high. Cop going to claim that it was self-defense. Say he was riding dirty, so the case rests. That kind right. of epitomizes, like I said, what we've been saying of what we see in society. And then the the very last uh, verbal words on the production before it goes to the next track is, the cop shot the kid, I hear the kid scream. So that's the last, that's the, that's the last word you hear of that track. And, and to me, that, that was, um, it was striking. And when I hear that last line, and especially because... For me, similar to you, we really try to catch the catch the every line, and when you, and that line is very prominent at the end. The way that they have the production surrounding it, it just hits me, and it's like it, it it's to me it's saddening that we we're still at this point that Slick Rick was talking about this, at, at, you know, in the eighties, I believe, yeah, eighties, I believe. So he Slick Rick was talking about the same thing we're still dealing with today. Not much has changed. Actually, actually, it's gotten worse in the fact that we're seeing it visually and having proof and bringing it to court. And that's not changing it still. That's. Oh, <laughs> you just had me sit back thinking, rethinking that again. But yeah, man, I was ill. I was ill, man. Yeah. So that, that track was ill. That, that was see, And this is this stuff that's going to get played now. Rotational. That's what we needed, man. Yeah. So then the next track is white label. And, uh, I, I like the production on this this track as well. Um, what, what did you think about this particular track? Yeah, I thought I thought it was dope, man. You know, the beat was ill. Yeah, the beat was definitely ill. It was definitely you could tell it was, this was definitely a Kanye joint. Sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Absolutely. You already knew that from the rip. That you know, some you, you put this on, you knew Kanye was behind this one. Yeah, absolutely. Or, what was your favorite track off this off this album? Probably as of right now, right now, mm. well, 
it probably still is Adam and Eve. Yeah, same same thing for me. Mine is Adam and Eve, and then Cop Shot the Kid is number number two. Kind of like kind of like one A. Bonjour for me, uh, it's it's a cool feeling track. It's a nice vibe. Uh, it kind of gives me like a summer, like if I'm out on my patio chilling, nice summer night, me and my girl. Right. You know, I'd play that. Cigar smoke. Yeah, you know, chilling, relaxing, vibing out. Yeah, that was a cool track. It reminded exactly <laughs> exactly. It reminded me of the production of J Cole San Tropez off of. Okay. Is it for your eyes only? Wow, you really, yeah, word. Okay, I see what you're saying. And it also reminded me of a track off of Untitled Unmastered of uh, Kendrick's. I don't remember which, because he didn't have names on that that uh, album. So it was just like numbers. But I don't remember yeah, what number it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah date. So, yeah, yeah, so I don't know what date it was, but there was a particular track that reminded me of it. Because it has that like a uh, lady of, was it Pompeia or something like that? Paloma? Something like that kind of production. Everything to me... I re- I liked everything. The only part that was uh I guess like frustrating for me is it felt whiny. Singing part. Yeah, Kanye's singing part felt whiny. Like, uh, uh, that took too long with that shit, bro. Uh, yeah. I, I was getting tight with that too. I think uh him and Dream was just like back back and forth the singing thing in the beginning. Yeah. There's a whole fucking verse, man, and I sing it. It was like a verse. Yeah. 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 A hook and a verse. It was. It was just. Sure. It just seemed. It seemed a little bit too. Too like I said. Too whiny for me. I would preferred it to be closer to. You might remember this track, Pusha T's Forty Acres," that he has oh, with yeah, the hey, dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Word. I was like dope. to me, yeah, and that's why I think it's Kanye. That it, that it was Kanye's vocals that I had a problem with because, like I said, the production is kind of similar to Forty Acres," and the kind of feel of the the whole track is kind of like that. Wrong with it, but. I think Kanye's vocals and the way that they were distorted, I just, and and it was too much of it too. Because like you said, in 40 Acres, it's only on the choruses. It's not verses of the singing I want to hear 40 Acres now. I ain't that in a minute, man. Yeah. So, so, I like that song. Yeah, me too. And I don't like that. I don't like the wine and shit, but yeah, I definitely like Pussy T's verse. Yeah, so that's why, that. that's why I think, uh, to me, 40 Acres is a better version of everything, to me. So Yeah. I, and then, um, but I, but I, what I will say that I did enjoy, I did enjoy uh, Nas's lyrics, and one of the lines that, of course. one of the lines that stuck out to me was um, how he was relating the bus boycotts to what happened at Starbucks of of black yeah. men getting kicked out. Uh, I just thought that was that was an interesting relationship and and a comparison that I didn't think I didn't think of, but it makes sense. And and that's what I really enjoyed about that line. And then I also like the fact that he's talked about staying grounded and staying humble as as we attain success, but at the same time giving back. And not just by giving back, but it's like, oh, I give you my music. That's not he's saying, you know, that is giving back in a way, but he's actually talking about like giving back, like buying real estate, empowering other young entrepreneurs on ways to be successful for themselves so that they can then help other people of color. That I think was important as well. And the line about don't think the same as everyone else, I think is, which is the line that Kanye kept on repeating. I think the reason why he kept on repeating it is because, one, it's basically what he was parroting before about free thinking. Is That's what he was saying is, I don't think like everybody else. I'm a free thinker. I'm a free thinker. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. But so that's why I kind of think that that's why I was that that line was pushed so much is because that's something that he's trying to promote and push which necessary i don't think is a problem 
but just thinking differently than other people i think you have to put some some more parameters around it you yeah, you, you can't just yeah. just like it just because yeah you, we look at the sky you say it's blue I say it's red I'm thinking differently than you know no that that doesn't make you a free thinker a free thinker is you actually put more thought behind it and really right. broke it down as much as you could from a different perspective <laughs> that, that's I think yeah so I think that's why he kind of was pushing that so much in that song but again I might be wrong who knows. I just like the fact that Nas, you know, he has him on the album as productive, as producer, but he definitely is is like showing that he's not with the shit he's with. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And not all that, even for all that madness shit, and, even for that fucking slavery was a choice shit, he ain't, he ain't on that. So. Yeah, and that's why I think with this song is, that's why he didn't say, they didn't talk about free thinkers. The way that, the, the, what I was explaining, I think, is what Nas was saying is, Think differently than others. Yes, that's fine. But put in the work and the time to make sure that whatever you're thinking about or whatever you're trying to think from a different perspective is thought out. You're not just saying it because right. it's not the first thing on your mind that you thought is differently. Talk about the side of your neck. Exactly. You wow. really thought it through. You really broke it down. And that's why that's why I found this track interesting in that regard that Nas is basically saying is Nas elevated and elocuted what Kanye was trying to say better. <laughs> that So that's why, yeah. Then you have Adam and Eve right after that. And as we both said, that's our, our favorite track. Um, instantly when I thought of that, uh, a song that popped in my mind, which is, uh, is uh, Billie Holiday's Strange Fruit, is what, what popped into my mind um, as in association to that. And then also... When they say Adam and Eve don't fall from the apple tree, of how yeah. how he's basic an interpretation can be yeah an interpretation for that to me was Adam and Eve is you know from the biblical sense of the first children of God right if they're the first children of God and they're saying the apple doesn't fall from the tree basically that as in the Bible says too that we're built in God's image kind of building on that of saying that we're the apple God's the apple tree so if we're falling from that. We have to be a part of that tree. We have to be a part of it. it. That has to be within us as well. That idea of like we are kings, we are gods in ourselves. We're right. gods walking the earth. Um, that kind of idea is like what they were trying to portray. Like man is God, I think, was kind of adding to that that component. What did you think about that? I think I think that's, I think also same way. Yeah, I'm thinking about the same way you're thinking about that. And. On on the flip side, also kind of give you like this, kind of give you like this mafioso feel mm-hmm. too. You know, I mean, if you ever watch mob movies, you used to have that 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 kind of a that that kind of a vibe to it. And then, and you know, you also put talked about Fredo, how you, you know these <laughs> guys, you know what I mean, like from the golf. I don't know if people, some people picked up on that, some people didn't. Book my heart, Fredo. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? These guys, practitional games, like they, you know. Because, uh, I mean, yeah, we all we all kings and queens and, and you know and gods and goddesses and all that and, and earths and whatnot. But but like sometimes these people out here, you know, they got false crowns on because they listen legal shit and all. Mm-hmm. They spreading bullshit and, and propaganda and and, and, and false bullshit. gods walking. So you have to touch. You have to touch on that. You know what I mean? Yeah, false gods so, walking. Right. To touch on or to to piggyback on what you were saying about that mafia or the mafioso kind of feel is to me is that piano. 
if the way that the piano comes yeah, in definitely the piano. Uh, adds, to, adds to that and it's the tone of the piano uh, as well adds to that feel and 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 propels it and it adds to the aspect of control because when you think of the mafia when you think of those kind of films and the way it's about control who has the control and yeah. and what he's talking about if you're god you're in if you're a god or you you're you know elevated you have the control and you use that control to your advantage and like you like you brought up the about uh, uh the fredo thing it's like it's kind of i took it as more of like i can't even really be mad at you i should have known this like i'm smarter than that like you know like <laughs> you know like always being prepared for everything kind of that that mafia mentality of i'm always prepared for everything i'm always aware of everything and which adds to that kind of God feel, omnipotent, omnipresent. I just thought was uh, an interesting dynamic, and I, I think you're right. A lot of people didn't get that um, that kind of uh, Godfather quality or atmosphere that they were trying to create. Yeah, I was definitely a Godfather feel on that, <laughs> man, for sure. I, I thought about that, and then that's the thing. That's one of the ones I saw from the listening part, man. Mm. Just, just, just the whole. I, I, yeah, that's the one. That's one of the ones I saw. And the whole feel with that, man, you had this whole Queens with his brother and, and everybody around in the circle and then all the champagne glass when it's, and they got this this uh Queensbridge has people group in Queensbridge has like this you know, they have certain chants and certain sayings they say out there and you were like the whole crowd screaming that, like Queensboro, man mm-hmm. loud and they toasting champagne and that dun 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 and this fucking beat covers all man. Hell man. Just for the listening party itself, man, that was, that was, that was, that was just to see that one happen live, this song, I, I was like, yeah, that put me in the tone for the album, like, yeah, this, this is some next shit, he's back, man. This is, this is when I was like, yeah, he's back. When I heard this shit, yeah, I'm like, yo, he's, he's back, Nas is back, man. And definitely, that's whole season again, man. The, the other thing that this makes me think about is the way, the production on this also reminds me of Forbidden Fruit by J. Cole. Uh, with uh, Kendrick. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And just the subject matter as well of of you know that like we're the forbidden fruit like we're 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 special you know that kind of idea. Yeah, we are, man. I mean, everybody just gotta get knowledge itself, man. It's so, all out here, man. It's in you. Everything's within you. All you gotta do is to search for it, man. Evolve. You know what I mean? Get deeper and depth with yourself, man. We are. And this world, I think we get caught up in like waves and what's trendy and fucking, you know, all this bullshit that's going on. Looking for validation in other, in other things and people instead of ourselves, man. Everything's within you. It's all good to, to show love with other people. It's, that's a great thing to do, network and, and, and unity. But some people go the extra mile, like trying to just, you know, they change their bodies and change, they do a whole bunch of shit. Well, all you gotta do is just find the jewels within yourself, man. It's all there. You know what I mean? Definitely. So everybody's everybody's special, man. You just gotta be able to, to tap into tap into yourself and find those find that that God in you. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. This yeah, this was a is a was an elevating, inspiring production. Same thing with the lyrics. And then you um after Adam and Eve, it goes right into simple things. Which is the final track on the production? Yeah. Uh, that, that was a. That, I mean, it's a more slower, laid back song. Mm-hmm. But Nas, Nas does that. Like he did that on uh, Hip Hop is Dead. Yeah, Hip Hop is Dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he did that. God, I forget the name of that track. Still was your favorite. We used the Frank Sinatra samples. You talking about Hope? But it, it might have been Hope. Might have been Hope. 
But this is what he does it like towards the end of the album. So, you know, just shows you. And it, but it, it's so true what he's talking about in this song, man. I catch myself feeling the same way. Like, like you know, I used to like to go out a lot, do a whole bunch of all this extra shit. I still do shit with my son and stuff like that. And sometimes I do hit the ball from time to time. But it's the simple. I'm, I'm, I find just sitting in a chair outside, you know, vibing out with some music, maybe having a beer or a shot or something, and just relaxing, man. It's, and, and just knowing that everything's good with my son and things, and that, that shit is is mad fulfilling to me. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm cool with that. I'm content with that. Like just knowing everything's good. I'm sitting back. I don't have to be at the hottest party. I don't gotta be at 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 the most lit place or cookout or whatever. If I got my me time with my music, for me to sitting back reflecting on things, just chilling, vaping. And, and and vibing out, man, and just knowing that that I, you know, I work hard, and I've done things, and I came a long way, and I'm I'm still here, and I'm still going hard. It's just that's a fulfilling moment for me, man. It's a simple thing. Seeing my son come home, made the honor roll. I didn't even know that, you know, that that he made the honor roll. Just come up, wake up, and it's on the refrigerator, and he's waking me up, Daddy. I got a surprise for you in the kitchen. Hey, yo, that's <laughs> a simple thing. Like you know what I mean? He's fucking like he's right about that, man. He's right about that. Some people won't. Some people don't. Like, maybe our younger people right now don't, don't understand that. I don't don't understand that right now. But like yo, when you know when you get a little older like us or whatever, we are we appreciate the simple shit, man. You know what I mean? Everything don't have to be turned up in the middle all the time, man. To be to enjoy. Yeah. See. Yeah. I definitely agree with you, and I definitely agree with Nas. Uh, what what you were saying to me is is very similar to me, and I remember having a conversation with a, a close friend of mine, and I just remember him saying, "Man, like you know, we're this age, and we should be driving foreigns, we should be going overseas, we should be doing this, this, and this, and all these other things." Which I'm not saying isn't great to do, or which people shouldn't have aspirations to do, but for me, I I told him at the same thing. I was like, for me, really, I was like. It's this the simple things. I was like, I like to be outside. I like warm. I like. I was like, for me, and basically, we were talking about like, what would you, what would you need to be happy? What what do you need to be to be completely happy? And I said, it's a few things. Right. Similar to what you're saying is, I like to be outside in good weather. I like to smoke, <laughs> and I like and I, smoke, I, yeah, I whatever, smoke. man. Yeah. You know. And and make sure that my fam listening to music. And be in a position that my family is financially, physically, mentally, and emotionally secure. Right. If, if I have exactly. those things, All of those things if I have I those things, and my right. dog, because I don't have any kids, so right. that my dog is—he's like he's my little so he go with me everywhere. People say he's my shadow because if I'm there, you see my dog. But that's what's up, man. Like as that's long as I have those too. things, you know what I'm saying. As long as I have those things. The rest of the world can be in, in essence on fire, and I can I, I'll be I, I can be okay because I know those are the things that bring me happiness. I don't have to go out like right. me if I don't if I don't ever go out to club party. That's an, I mean, when I was younger, I did that a lot. Yeah, I'm cool. I'm cool yeah. off there but too. Well, just I mean, for I me, wild, it just for me. I rather spend it's it's like like you said the simple things. I rather spend time with close friends and, and people that actually I know care about me and I care about than be in a club with a whole bunch of people that I don't care about and I know they don't care about me unless I can do something for them. That's just how I feel, me personally. And as I get older, I realize I realize more and more 
that it is those simpler things that are going to bring you happiness in the end. Those other things won't fill the void that they'll never fill it because you're going to always want to be attaining more and more. And and we keep on seeing more and more celebrities and artists uh, talk about that as at the same time, we're seeing more celebrities and artists committing suicide. I won't say more, but uh, it's, it's not, it's not going away. I'll say, or it, it's not showing any evidence of it going away with Anthony Bourdain just recently and Kate Spade. You know, if, if money, fame, all that was fulfilling the happiness, we wouldn't have those people in those positions killing themselves. You know what I'm saying? It just, you know what I'm saying? So like, and then we have other celebrities that are in positions like J. Cole, like Nas, like Jay-Z, you know, others, all of them saying things that, you know, like money, we, we're at the point where we have a lot of money and it's still not providing us happiness. These are the things that are doing it. What right. is it going to take for the rest of society to realize that? Because if the people that have the money are telling you the money's not going to give it to you, the people that don't have the money <laughs> and everybody in between is telling you that it has to become, you know, fact at some point or, or you know, strong. <laughs> so I just think that was interesting take on it. The thing that was crazy to me or not crazy to me, but interesting is the way that it ended. Uh, how the last line is, I just want my kids to have the same peace I'm blessed with. And uh, I thought it was very fitting because the cover is about kids. The last line is about kids. And throughout this album, he's talked about the future kids, which, which to me shows how much the future and, and educating and giving self-esteem, self-confidence, knowledge to the youth is like his priority. That's what it seems like based on this album. That that's, that's his goal at this point. That's what brings him peace. That's what brings him happiness is trying to provide that same peace and happiness and success to others that are younger than him. Definitely. We need that, man. We need that. You know what I mean? The generation that's going upon us has to be way better than what we want. Uh, we want you know what I mean? That's, that's how it has to go down. Um, and so for us to have leaders to make sure that we lead them in that direction that's great, you know what I mean? That's why I push the issue about today's stuff. I'm not hating on new artists or whatever the case is, but, like, you know, you got to have some kind of way to, to uh, leave something behind for the kids that's watching you come up, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I come from a generation where I was listening to Nas and, 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 and the Wolf and, and AC and Prodigy and, and the Maltese and things. And the stuff they was they was were putting out, like, yeah, we had the negative shit we was talking about using the robins and the slash and stuff. I mean, yeah, that shit was in some of the and the majority of it they were they were, they were also giving you jewels and, and uh you know, they was mixing the medicine and, and it was just giving you way, other ways to view life, the other way the inspiration to let you know that you're you're more than what they tell you are. You know, the history history tells you you are. And we need to do that. You know, I mean to make us better leaders for the generation to come behind us. You know what I mean? So that's always necessary. Always necessary. Because the generation that's going on has to be has to be better than us. They, we have to prepare them to be better than us, man. We have to make them think more, be more conscious. You know what I mean? Mentally elevate everything. Yeah, definitely. So. so that concludes the Nas album, Nasir, that was produced by, or executive produced by Kanye West. I really yeah. enjoyed the album. I think it's a really great project. I've been listening to it very very frequently i'll quickly uh actually yeah i'll quickly um say we have uh tiana taylor is the last album coming up next correct unless they do a sci high i'm hoping they do a sci high we need that would be that'd be pretty dope that would be ill i like sci high 
Yeah, me too. I definitely think um, people should definitely check out this album. Uh, there's going to be a lot more content and information that we can break down as a result of it. So we would love to hear you guys tell us what you think about the album, break it down for us, tell us what you, how you rank it in comparison to the other four or other three Kanye uh, produced albums. And at the end of it, we'll rank ours and let you know what we think about it. But I do want to say thank you to Trav for doing another Stay Woke podcast Thanks with me. Here, no problem. Absolutely. And again, so you know we're going to do the Tiana Taylor, so definitely come back for that. Remember to check yeah, out... <laughs> exactly. Remember to check out every Tuesday and Thursday for Could You Be More Specific with Jonathan Steele. And every Friday and sometimes Wednesdays for Stay Woke Podcast. Uh, and well, you know our motto, live, listen to some great music, and above all, love more. Love more. Well, and we out. Uh,